Nation. Ladies and gentlemen of Lafayette. The Hammered Down Show with Jared Jesolitis is Lafayette's number one sports show. Yes, I'm excited. He totally went to Jared. The voice of Lafayette sports. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Send us your thoughts on the text line at 765-447-4080. Now go to that voodoo that you do. these taken care of uh what are these exactly uh they are women's basketball tickets for thursday night's game in Mackey arena if you would like to go and see this women's basketball team against texas a&m it's gonna be a gold out it is the lace up for pediatric cancer game uh text the keyword gold to 765-447-4080 it's a gold out thursday night so text gold to 765-447-4080 Four zero eight zero. We'll have the folks on from Purdue Sports a little bit later to tell you more about that gold out uh, and the lace up for pediatric cancer. Uh, they encourage you to wear gold a- as well for that one. So uh, we'll talk about that and uh, more. So make sure you're checking that out. Uh, again, text gold to seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero. Give you a chance to win these uh, tickets for Purdue women's basketball against Texas A and M. Uh, on uh, on Thursday. Row five here for you. Come on, I got good ones for you. Text gold to 765-447-4080. That'll be a fun Thursday night for you, and uh, you can get out and watch your Boilermaker. Last chance to watch any Boilermaker basketball in Mackey Arena before Thanksgiving. Because the men are in Maui all next week, and then the uh, the women are, is it the, the Baja Mar thing, uh, the, the Caribbean? I think they're taking off for that. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, that's the schedule there. So uh, if you want to go, text gold to 765-447-4080 and get you registered to win those tickets for Purdue Women's Basketball Thursday night in Mackey Arena. Right now, let's go ahead and uh, get started. It is today's Need to Know News. Here's your Need to Know News. All right, Purdue continued its uh, winning streak. The Boilers roll over Xavier last night in men's basketball in Mackey. Zach Eady with 28 points, 11 rebounds. Braden Smith, an impressive night as well. 12.6 rebounds and 7 assists. Smith now leads the Big Ten in assists per game and is sixth nationally in that category. You love to see it. Miles Colvin with a good night, too. Coming off the bench, 3 for 3 from 3-point land. The win has produced 27th straight non-conference regular season victory dating back to December 8, 2020. It's also produced 17th straight win in the month of November, the 22nd straight non-conference win at Mackey Arena, 83-71, that that final. The win also snapped a five-game losing streak to Xavier, which had been the second longest active losing streak to a single opponent. 
Uh, that's still UCLA at eight. Uh, Purdue's last one over Xavier had been December 5th, 2001. With Zach's performance last night, he moved into a tie for 18th place on the school's career scoring list at uh, 1,595 points. Through three games this year, Edie has 62 points, 30 rebounds, 11 blocks, and just 77 minutes and 25 seconds of action. Extrapolate that out to the per 40 minutes. Edie's averaging 32 points, 15 and a half rebounds, and 5.7 blocks. He's also drowned 27 fouls in 77 plus minutes, which is a long, very, very, very long convoluted way to tell you he's good. He's doing well. Purdue off until Monday when they head out west to Maui. First game against Gonzaga, 11th ranked Bulldogs, 5 p.m. on ESPN on Monday. Tough sled and have to go out to Hawaii in the middle of November instead of stay here in Lafayette. Ugh. Bummer. Uh, Bulls come up short against the Bucks last night, 118-109. Giannis dropped 35-11. and Portis with a double-double, too. But not to be upstaged, the Bulls' uh, Vucevic, uh, 26 points, 12 rebounds for him. DeMar DeRozan struggled 3 of 14 from the field. Ugh. Tonight, NBA season, uh, NBA in-season tournament. Pacers back in Philly. Five and a half point road dogs. These two got together two days ago in Philly. And uh, the 76ers won 137 126. Joel Embiid. Game time decision for the 76ers. Girls High School Hoops tonight. Faith is hosting uh, Frontier. Hoops Classic action takes off as well. Benton Central takes on Jeff at Harrison. That's the first game, followed by Rensselaer Central at 5 0. Taking on the Raiders. Over at McCutcheon, you got CC taking on a 3-0 Twin Lakes squad. Followed by West, uh, West Lafayette taking on an undefeated Maverick squad. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit, women's basketball, girls basketball really crept up on me there. It's hard when we're, I'm still a little bit in high school football mode. It gets tough. But there you go. That is today's Need to Know News uh, for this Tuesday, the 14th of November. Now, we still got uh, plenty of good stuff coming up here, including Bobby Bucket's going to join us here in about uh, oh, like six, seven minutes or so. Uh, Bobby will be on with us here from the radio call for Purdue men's basketball. Don't forget these tickets for Purdue women's basketball on Thursday night against Texas A&M. You can win them for me. Just text the keyword gold to 765-447-4080. That's 765-447-4080. 4080. That's how uh, you get those tickets. All right. That's your chance. 765 447 4080. It's a gold out on Thursday night. So text the keyword gold and you, my friend, will be uh, in the running there to win those tickets. All right. We doled out a bunch of winners last night, more so in football than we did in basketball. The, uh, unfortunately, Purdue, the uh, over did hit. We liked the under last night and uh, it was close, but they hit the over. I was not prepared for that pace. That pace was crazy last night. But that's all right. We gave you out three winners. Three for three on the winners in uh, Thursday night football. Josh Allen easily on that under. The game over underheld. And uh, we told you Denver seven and a half, didn't we? Truthfully, we left money on the table because Denver won. Still, three winners there. Uh, we also hit the Zach under 12.5 rebounds. 
So we are a rolling. We're looking to do it again here tonight. And it is, look, it is an absolutely stacked Thursday night of Big Ten hoops. Really, even in the top 25. But look, this is just, with the Gavit games going on tonight, Wisconsin and Providence is going to be good. Wisconsin is a one and a half point favorite on the road. You got Duke, Michigan State in Chicago. I think there's Penn State, St. Francis, not part of the Gavigans, but number four Marquette against 23rd ranked Illinois in Champaign is going to be great. That's a one and a half point line. Northwestern, Western Michigan is also happening. Eh. But then Iowa and Creighton. This game looks crazy in Omaha. The over-under in that one's 164 already? And then you got that Champions Classic, too, with uh, Kansas and Kentucky. So like I said, it's a, uh, it's a pretty stacked night of college basketball. So we want to find some places where we want to take advantage of, uh, of these matchups. So what do we got? I dug up two games that I like. First one, we're going to take this over in Iowa and Creighton. Creighton can just flat out score. Iowa, we know, can also flat out score. Also, we know about Iowa... They can flat out just give up on defense. We're up to 164 on this over. Ugh. This has almost gotten too high for me. Almost. But I think we can do it. Even at 160 that says both these teams are supposed to score 80 points. I think that's going to happen. It already happened in each of their first two games. Iowa, again, with no defense. I mean, Creighton could easily put up 90 on on, on Iowa's defense. I still think we're okay here at 164. Creighton ranked 8th in the country right now. I think we're good. Creighton's won each of its last 13 night games against AP non-ranked opponents as well, but the, the spread has gotten too high. Creighton has also won the first half in each of its last 13 night games against AP non-ranked, uh, non-ranked opponents. Iowa put up 98 and 110 in their first two games. Creighton's put up 105 and 89 in their first two games. I like both these teams. I think that they can both uh I think they can both put up some points. And I mean, geez, Iowa is giving up almost 70 points a game, and they've played Alabama State and North Dakota. What's that tell you? 
Boy, it's a lot of points. I also like that over in uh, Illinois and Marquette. Two years ago, that matchup featured 77 possessions. I think they're going to go back and forth. I think they want to get up and down the court at each other. And I think they're going to turn this thing into a, a shootout tonight, quite frankly. It'll be a tough one at home. I like, I, I, quite honestly, I love Marquette getting points. I really do. I'm not going to tell you that's my official here. I'm over the 148. But I got to like Marquette getting two points here. Illinois has been good at home. They've won each of their last 12 night games against non-conference opponents uh, at Stain Farm Center. But Marquette's taking care of business against their first two opponents. Illinois looked a little sluggish against Oakland. But I think we're good here. I, I like the over with those two teams as well. I think Marquette's too good of a team here. I love the fact that they're getting it. This is going to be up-tempo. But those are that's where I'm targeting my money at here tonight. Uh, not big. I'm not going more than a unit. I might actually only go a half unit on that, uh, on that Creighton and uh, Iowa game. It's, it's so many points. But I still feel pretty good about both those ones. Let's see if we can hit again. We were hot yesterday. Let's see if we can stay hot today. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Bobby Riddell is coming up next. You hear him on the radio call alongside Rob Blackman for the uh, Purdue men's basketball squad. We'll talk to him about what he's seeing early on with this team. Of course, uh, Raiders legend and former Purdue Boilermaker. He's got some great insight. He's coming up next. It's the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer. 101. Welcome back. Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. We're over to the Blue Fox Heating Cooling Hammerhead Hotline. I love talking to this guy. You hear him on the radio broadcast alongside Rob Blackman. The uh, Harrison legend himself, Bobby Riddell, is on with us. Bobby Buckets uh, rejoined the program here. Uh, hey, buddy, it's always great to uh, have you back here. Uh, basketball season in full effect here. And, of course, a, another nice win that you were courtside for last night over Xavier. Uh, Zach just putting on another one of those master classes last night. Um, a little bit of a shorter bench than you've had over the first couple of games, but that's to be expected. But, you know, you, you come away from that one, you're in the car uh, heading home. Uh, Bobby, what's on your mind after that win? What, what do you? Uh, what, what kind of resonates with you 24 hours later? Sure, yeah, thanks, Jared, for having me on. First off, and as you mentioned, basketball season is here, and this is my favorite time of the year, so uh, definitely excited to get things going. Obviously, this Purdue team is um, stacked, uh, to say the least. Uh, when you return the National Player of the Year, uh, you're you're in a good place uh, to to begin with, along with uh, a bunch of other guys who started last season. And yeah, this combination of experience and talent is certainly probably the best I've I've seen under Coach Painter. Um, you know, right up there with those uh, baby boilers teams. So obviously, uh, it, it's cool and, and excited for the season to start. But as far as last night's game goes, you know, it was it was a nice win, right? Just kind of kept them at arm's length uh, the majority of the game and never really felt like Xavier was going to threaten us. But there was also some moments where it was we were so close to 
really pushing it out and dropping the hammer on them. But uh, give Xavier credit, they uh, hit some tough shots, uh, especially late in the shot clock there in those latter portions of the second half to keep them in range. But in the end, you know, Zach Eady, Braden Smith, and the rest of the crew was just was too much to handle uh, for that Xavier team. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before we got started here about uh, just how good you thought uh, their guard play was, uh, Xavier, and, and maybe they're going to be a bit better than uh, than people realize. I, just there, there are. I hate those last second threes in the shot clock. You play such good defense, they chuck it up and have to hit. Sometimes, you know, you can play you can play great defense for twenty nine seconds, and then it's just that one second it, it goes down. At at that point, you almost have to credit the guards more than you have to fault your defense, right? For sure. I mean, I think. In most sports, you know, good offense beats good defense, even when uh, the defense is played at an extremely high level. And, yeah, I, I, the two kind of late threes that, that I'm thinking back on that Claude, Desmond Claude made uh, for Xavier, one of them was just a really tough shot uh, over a highly contested deep three. And then I think the second one was a little bit of good fortune for him when he banked it in. So, um, yeah, better to be lucky than good sometimes in, in that in any sport. And, uh yeah, those those were those are deflating shots, though, right? You know, you play as you pointed out, you play that great defense for thirty seconds, and you really want to be able to cap it off with a, a stop, a defensive rebound, and then you know, if you're fortunate enough to you know be able to push it out and, and get a, a bucket on the other end, that's that's gravy. And uh, yeah, it's it's always extra disappointing, especially when you're in the middle of a run and you got Mackey Arena going crazy, and, and the crowd really wants to lose it, and then a, a guy throws in, you know. Uh, a shot like that at the end of the shot clock. It's always deflating, but overall you had to be happy with um, Purdue's effort. Felt like defensively, you know, there were some breakdowns certainly, but I felt like we gave some really good effort in the half court. And um, man, when you have 10 guys who are all contributing, you know, it felt like all 10 guys had moments. And uh, you mentioned earlier that the, you know, the rotation shortened a little bit, but yeah, when you're playing ten guys, that's that's hard enough as it is in a college basketball game with only forty minutes and you know all the TV timeouts and stoppages. Uh, you know, a lot of coaches probably prefer to play more like eight guys, and uh, coaches trying to have to. He's got that good problem to have where he's trying to have to weave in a ten man rotation because uh, Purdue's just got a lot of talent this year. Yeah, and, and guys just demand the, the the floor time. I mean, you, you look at uh, Cam Heidi last night was great with the alley oop there. Uh, that was shades of yeah, Bobby Buck. Poor Cam and Heidi. Yeah, I mean he yeah. uh, you know was catching alley oops and making spin moves and transition and finishing and playing hard defense and you know doing obviously a lot of good things. But you know just the minutes are not there for him to play as much as he would like, as much as coach would like him to play because. You know the other guys that coaches are so, coaches subbing in like a Miles Colvin is coming in and raining it raining in threes from from long range. So yeah, it's um it's a good problem to have. And yeah, f- finish what you were going to say. Were you going to say something like my high flying ability? Yeah, I was going to say that's a gimmick infringement. I thought that was your move. <laughs> there was uh, taking the alley oops there. And I was going to bring up Miles. You know, three for three from three point range. You know, young guys that uh, are demanding some more attention. I mean, a guy like Matt Waddell doesn't even you know make the floor there. Uh, you add in a guy like Lance Jones, who um, let's focus on Lance here for a second, Bobby, because I mean, what he has, what he is doing for this team. I mean, the speed that he's able to bring the ball up the court with uh, his size too, as well. 
uh, was something that this team lacked last season. Uh, you know, Brayden, Brayden's a good guy, don't get me wrong. You know, Ethan uh, definitely looks like he's been uh, hitting the gym as of late as well. But, boy, Lance, with his length, speed, and, and size that he has, has given this team a, a bit of a different dimension. And it's made it less susceptible to the press early on, hasn't he? He really has. He's such a huge added element to this team. Uh, there's already now through three games, I can think of so many plays where just his speed and quickness has just made us so much better. Uh, to your point, from a press breaking standpoint, having a, you know, moving Fletcher now into kind of that third ball handler spot and now Lance in that second ball handler spot, it's just made you a, a that much better ball handling team in that backcourt and just the speed element, right? Like Braden was really the only guy last year who had speed with the ball in his hands. Now you have that second guy. So if they want to trap, you know, Braden Smith in the backcourt in a pressing situation, if he's able to get that over to Lance Jones, not only now do you feel good about him breaking the press, but now because of the speed, you feel good about, hey, we got numbers, let's go attack and get a really favorable shot before the defense can get set. Uh, you know, we were obviously very efficient in the half court and because of Zach Eady and, you know, Braden Smith with his ball screen action last year, and we were very successful. But having to constantly go against a set defense a lot, you know, especially when you start playing against some of the best defenses in the country, that can be difficult. And so it's nice to be able to steal points and get easy scoring opportunities before the defense gets set. And Lance really is going to be a huge boost to that equation. Um, and then his defense, his on-the-ball defense, he's really quick laterally, strong. Uh, he's going to be our best perimeter defender. He's, you know, We had guys like Ethan and Brandon Newman last year who were good perimeter defenders, but they're, of course, a little bit bigger a little bit more suited to be guarding some of those bigger wings, where now Lance gives us that flexibility to really be a guy who you can put on a, a quick guard and try to neutralize him. Um, and even last night, he showed his versatility defensively by being able to guard a bigger wing. Uh, Desmond Claude is about 6'6". Uh, and, you know, and that's where Lance, because of his strength and his quickness, he can kind of use utilize that to his advantage. And so he's, yeah, I mean, he's the shiny toy. Certainly, you know, I've been raving raving about him on the broadcast he's been fun to watch and and really that speed and quickness you know like the play he makes where he gets the steal and then just speed dribbles with his left hand down the sideline as a guy is defending him closely and then still having the vision while going full speed to throw a lob across his body to Cam and Heidi running the other wing for the for the sweet alley flush I mean that's just a play that no one on our team was making last year so uh, it was great to see you know, and you mentioned, you know, with Fletcher now being able to kind of slide in that third guard role a little bit more, not handle the ball. Certainly he's a beneficiary of Lance Jones, but I, I think a guy that really uh, impressed me last night as a beneficiary of him bringing the ball up, you know, Braden Smith, seven assists, but he's like sixth nationally right now in assists per game. But how many times did I see him come off the screen, get a ball, and, and get a jump shot? I, that, that's something that you did not see out of him last year because he was handling the ball so much. Now with another guy like Lance that can do that, he's able to come off the screens and stuff, find a jumper. If he can knock those down consistently, that's a whole other element to this team. It really is, and he, he's a really good shooter. I mean, he's got a nice, smooth stroke, and the ball goes in a lot when he shoots it, and he, I think it's just a confidence thing for him where he's just got to be you know, more assertive. And, and that's where I think there's just that trickle-down effect, right, of, of having a guy like Lance Jones, I think, you know, when you're worn down and you're tired in a game, you're going to be less inclined to want to shoot, right? Because you're just, uh, when you're in that situation, you're tired. You're not exactly ecstatic about putting up a shot. So the fact that 
he's got another guy who can help him with some of those ball handling responsibilities, guarding the other teams, point guard. Uh, that's going to keep Braden so much more uh, fresh and going to allow him and his offensive game to flourish, I think, because he's going to be able to be more assertive shooting the basketball, his drives, all that stuff is going to be even better and, and crisper when he's um, not as exhausted. And so, yeah, Rob Blackman and I were joking on the broadcast that we've been talking a lot about Lance, and, and rightfully so, but uh, Braden has just been just really good this year so far. He's been impressive, uh, such a well overall, you know, well-played overall game, it seems, night in, night out, as far as just stuff in the stat sheet. And, uh, yeah, I can't take him for granted because, you know, him and Zach Eady are really the, the two uh, you know, straws that stir the drink. We're talking with Bobby Riddell here on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline, uh, one half of the radio broadcast team. Uh, I watched the game last night uh, on television, so th- this is a question. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm hitting a nerve here with you, but uh, what's up with you and Jason Benetti? Uh, is there some kind of blood feud going on there? What do you mean? Well, okay, so we're watching. We come back from the commercial, and there's Matt Painter, and it, we're in the huddle and stuff, and everything's great. We love that. And then they have that wide shot there showing Matt Painter, and Benetti points out because he's right in front of the uh, right right in front of um, the bench there, uh, right towards the end where you're at. And Benetti brings up the fact he's like, I'm so glad we got that shot because. We get Chris Foreman in the shot there, the, the greatest idea. But you know who's more prominent in that shot? It's you. So he completely ignores you to bring up Chris Foreman. I thought that was kind of a uh, little backhanded compliment. Is this because you're such a Cubs fan or something? Like, what's going on with you guys here? <laughs> That's unbelievable from Benetti. I'm going to definitely have to <laughs> get on him about that. Uh, he, he's a great guy, so he works. As you know, he's been able to work with uh, my good buddy Robbie Hummel a number of times uh, throughout his career, and they're actually going to be uh, paired back together this year now that Robbie's moved over to Fox, so that's going to be fun to watch them broadcast together. But, yeah, I was speaking with Jason pregames, and uh, now that I've had a little birdie tell me that uh, you know he's not giving me love on the broadcast, I'm going to have to give him a hard time about that. I mean, Chris Foreman's a great guy and all, but come on, show, show Riddell some love too. <laughs> Come on. Show Riddell some love, too. It's Bobby Buckets here on the Hammerhead Hotline. You look good, by the way, on TV. The all-white and everything, too. Look clean. Looked very good. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't even realize the staff was going to be rocking the all-white yesterday, so I looked I looked on part with the, the rest of the staff. And, yeah, no, he, looked, he slid he in there good. real nice with the little shooting jacket and everything on there, too, but he looked like you were ready to jump back in there and chuck up some threes. I was excited for you. Oh, man, I... Pretty much anyone, uh, any shooter's dream would be out there to be out there with Zach Eady and Braden Smith. Those guys uh, not only draw a lot of attention, but also can both pass the ball. And yeah, that would have been fun. That, that's a that would have been a dream come true for sure. So yeah, it's it's a blast getting to be around this team every day. Bobby Riddell, check him out on the radio broadcast. Him and Rob Blackman do such a great job with that stuff. So make sure you're checking that out. It's always a pleasure talking hoops with you, my man. Take it easy. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. We're over to the Blue Fox, eating and cooling Hammerhead Hotline again. And uh, we're going to bring in our friends from Purdue Sports. Uh, another big week here of athletics on campus that you're going to be able to get out and enjoy. Guys, always a pleasure to have all of you here again. Um, you know, great, great time in Mackey last night uh, with the big win over Xavier. Next chance to get to Mackey, watch some basketball is Thursday, and it's your last chance before the holiday to watch basketball at Mackey Arena, and uh, women's basketball is back in town. Tell me about this matchup on Thursday night against Texas A&M. Yeah, like you said, uh, men's kind of kicked us off this week with the big win last night. 
Um, women's is back home on Thursday at 7 p.m. against Texas A&M. It is our lace-up for pediatric cancer game, so we're encouraging all fans to wear gold when they come into Mackey Thursday night uh, to help us raise awareness for that wonderful cause. All right, so make sure that you uh, get those tickets. Don't forget, you also see the brand new, uh, I saw Katie Gerald's uh, unveiled that uh, new uh, tribute to the 99 team. They, get, they got the whole thing in Macarena. You can see that too, can't you, in there? Yeah, you can. So we have now, the uh, national champion trophy is made its way back to the concourse into its rightful place. Um, so when you enter on the north northwestern avenue side of Mackey Arena, right when you walk in between sections 101 and 102, there is a beautiful display with that trophy sitting in it now. you got to make sure you check that out. So that's Thursday. Also on Thursday, uh, if you are uh, into the uh, warmth and humidity of the Aquatic Center, well, Purdue Swimming has got something for you all weekend long. It sounds like they're going to have the Purdue Invitational running Thursday through Saturday, or Thursday through Sunday, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Purdue Invitational is taking place over at the Morgan J. Burke Aquatic Center. Um, all four days start at 10.30, and finals are at 6 p.m., and it is free for all fans to attend. That's what I love to point out. I love that free stuff here. All right, let's uh, start to get into the weekend, guys. Volleyball. Oh, my gosh. Huge matchup on Friday night against number 2 Wisconsin. Uh, can I get tickets for that one? You cannot. Game is sold out. Oh, that's a bummer there. I know it's on Big Ten Network there, too. Uh, and then they're uh, they're playing a couple of times this weekend, aren't they? That's right, yeah. So, as you said, kicking us off Friday at 7 p.m. against Wisconsin. It is a gold out, so we're trying to gold out Holloway. Um, we'll be giving out 750 or so gold T-shirts to help us achieve that goal. And senior days on Saturday against Maryland, also at 7 p.m., so... Come on out. Um, that match is also sold out, but help us um, support the seniors, celebrate them. This has been a great year, great team, um, and we are looking forward to the postseason. And then on Sunday, you can head back over to Holloway Gymnasium, uh, another event that you can attend for free. Uh, wrestling's got the Boilermaker Duels. That's right, yeah. Boilermaker Duels kicking us off with a neutral duel at 10 a.m., um, and then Purdue will start against University of Indianapolis at noon and then face Northern Illinois at 2 p.m., and admission all day is free for everybody. A neutral duel? Isn't a duel by nature uh, not neutral? I mean, it's two, <laughs> two people apparently competing with each other. How do you have a neutral duel? That's right. Neutral is a non-Purdue. Okay, all right, fine. I guess it worked that way in there. I'm just like, a duel by its nature is not <laughs> neutral, but okay. I should have used a better word. Yeah, I, no, that's okay. Uh, I, you so rarely get a, a chance to use neutral uh, in everyday conversation. Let's take every opportunity we can there, Scott. All right, guys, don't forget, Thursday night, women's basketball kicks it off. There are tickets available for that. Uh, no tickets available for volleyball this weekend, but you can also wrap up the weekend Sunday in Holloway, checking out Boilermaker Wrestling. Guys, always a pleasure talking some Boilermaker Athletics with you. Boiler up. We'll talk to you next week. Boiler up. And as I say that, uh, I was just looking over here. I do have tickets for Maryland uh, volleyball on Saturday, Purdue and Maryland. We'll give those away tomorrow. But don't forget, if you want to win those Thursday night uh, women's basketball tickets for the game against uh, A&M, Keep on texting in GOLD. That's the keyword. It's a gold out, like they said. So GOLD to 765-447-4080. Get you registered to win those Purdue women's basketball tickets. Good seats. I want to put your face in the place there. So if you want to go Thursday night, check out Purdue women's basketball versus Texas A&M. Text GOLD to 765-447-4080. Big thanks to Bobby Buckets from earlier there, too. I mean, he echoes a, a lot of things that, I thought, Nicky. I thought Cam Heidi was outstanding in his 10 minutes that he was there. 
Uh, four points, two of two shooting. Of course, one of those is the alley oop, the one rebound. Um, he, he looks like he makes a difference, to be honest with you, when he's out there. Miles Colvin, again, making that case for more minutes. But as Bobby pointed out, it's very hard to go 10 deep here and rotate these guys in. But those two look too good to keep off the floor right now. They just do. So, look, how does that go going forward? You know, because if you're looking for Heidi to be on the floor more, I mean, can he, it's not like you could take Trey Kaufman right off the floor and put him in. I don't know if those five, if that works better. But, you know, 10 minutes you're finding a way. Plus, you know, you got Mason Gillis uh, as well to find time for. First is out there, too. I mean, it's hard, but it's undeniable the spark that he can provide you there. And, of course, you know, the way Colvin's shooting the ball uh, yesterday. 11 minutes didn't seem fair to him either, but still. It's going to be interesting. How do you continue to rotate that? Do you cut down what you have out there with Fletcher Lawyer in order to put him on there? You still have Ethan Morton? Now, certainly Lance Jones has earned his time. Braden Smith has earned his time. Not saying that anybody else hasn't earned their time, but that other forward spot and that third guard spot, vice versa, uh, that is where it looks like a lot of the rotational minutes are are coming from. So I guess if you're Matt Painter, you got to decide: um, are, are you cutting into guys like Trey Kaufman, right, who only played 17 minutes? Fletcher Lawyer, you doing it on a field standpoint here? Are we going to get to Christmas and then tighten that up like we normally do right before Big Ten play? Of course, you have those two games uh, early on, but still. Maui's going to tell you a whole lot. Maui's absolutely going to tell you a whole lot about this team. That is such an insanely loaded field. If you come out and you win that uh, that tournament, that's pretty darn impressive. That's really, really impressive if you can do that, considering everybody that's in that thing. We'll see how it goes out there in Maui. Perhaps somebody will emerge, make cases. Perhaps a new look will emerge. But overall, last night, a good performance. Bobby said it best. Kept him at arm's length. Never really pulled away, but that was a little bit more of a testament to just, you know, Xavier. And even talking to him before uh, we went on the air, he had mentioned that, you know, he thinks that Xavier is going to be a lot better than uh, what the preseason polls indicated for them in their conference. Of course, they're dealing with some injuries as well, but still, the guard play was pretty strong. So we'll see how this all ends up in uh, in Maui, right? You're not sneaking up on anybody like you did in that Phil Knight tournament last year. Right, words out. Now you're going to take on a uh, some top 15 opponents. 
how does Purdue do with that top end uh, with that top end challenge? It's going to be very very interesting. I can't wait for this on Monday. It's going to be great. But overall, last night I was pretty happy. Seven of fifteen from three. The odd thing about the seven of fifteen for three, your starters Jones, Lawyer, Smith, uh, Edie, and Kaufman, Wren were a combined uh, two for eight. Meanwhile, the uh, the bench had what uh, five of uh, seven. Just one game. And I think overall the three-point shooting has been better than it was last season. That's for sure. We're going to take our final break. We'll come back. Things we may have missed and more as we wrap up the Hammer Down Show. Don't forget, uh, getting to be your last chance to text in to win these Purdue women's basketball tickets for Thursday night against Texas A&M. Text GOLD. That's the key word. GOLD. The 765-447-4080. That's your chance to win those tickets. It's the gold out on Thursday night. If you want to go, text GOLD to 765-447-4080. I'll get you a chance to win these tickets here, all right? We'll draw that winner when we come back and wrap up the show next on 1017 The Hammer and 1017. It's the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. Very last chance for you to text in to win my Purdue Texas A&M women's basketball tickets for Thursday night. Text GOLD to 765-447-4080. It's 765-447-4080. Good tickets for you to win uh, and go watch the Boilermakers on Thursday night. Take on AM. You can go see the uh, National Championship Trophy with the new display and everything, too, if you haven't been over there. It'll be a good time. So uh, text GOLD if you haven't to uh, 765-447-4080. And we will get you your chance to win those tickets. All right, time for some of the things that we may have missed. We've gotten into this little tizzy here today. On Twitter, as people will tend to do. I see this a lot. A lot of people, like I saw through Geo Baker, who said these people are crazy. But uh, some some Twitter account I never heard of that's looking for clout, probably, uh, shows some highlights of uh, Mount Verde. You know, it's one of those private uh, high school teams. Recruits the players. Um, says they could beat a lot of Division One basketball teams. They would win a handful of conferences and are coached by one of the best in the world at any level. Hold on. What? For real? You think, and again, this is what they do, right? This is what these clickbait kind of things, they want you to engage with this. You really think that a group of elite high schoolers are going to win a lot of conferences in the NCAA level. You think some 16 and 17 year olds are really going to beat some like 22, 23 year olds? Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some conferences that they could maybe compete in. Maybe there's some the borderline low major schools with auto bids that you can get in, you could, you could win, you know, not going to get that twisted, but can I dump them into something that's a legit, like kind of mid major, like the Sun Belt, and they win. No. Yeah. They could win something like the summit league. Maybe.
mean, come on. Really? Do you, uh, we, we, you really think of, that, that's a big difference. That's an extremely big difference between the resources that college athletes have to be able to develop themselves versus what these kids do. Even though it's a private institute, I get that. But I'm sorry, I don't believe you can substitute uh, four, five years of basketball experience, nutrition, resources, maturity, growth on a personal, physical level. You're crazy. Stop saying that. Also, I am sad to see this. Because a lot of good kids are going to lose out. But the University of Arizona, the Wildcats, are facing a $240 million deficit in their sports budgets. Even with the Big 12, they are struggling financially. Because they have screwed up on projections. And now they do not have the income. Everything's on the table in dealing with athletics. An issue that's going to require a lot of tough decisions. What do you think is going to happen? I'll tell you what. Ain't going to be... A lot of the Olympic sports are probably just getting cut. It's done. It's done. There's no more travel budget for those folks. They're done. Football going to be fine. Basketball is going to be fine because they'll generate the revenue. Title IX requires them to keep women's basketball, maybe another profitable women's sport that they have. I don't know what it is. But unless you're going to operate at a minimal budget, very minimal, it's done at Arizona. And it stinks because adults have made terrible decisions and now kids are going to suffer those consequences, and lose scholarships. That's the worst thing about this. You know what I mean? Kids lose opportunities because adults have made bad decisions. How do you even manage to miscalculate two hundred and a quarter of a billion dollars? Significant miscalculations in their financial modeling. At what point do you realize, you wait until $240 million to realize, guys, we screwed up? People should be criminally accountable for this. This is absolutely absurd. Arizona has 23 varsity teams. It's also six more than the Big 12 average. It's sad, man. That's going to do it for us here on the show. We'll draw out a winner for these Texas A&M Purdue basketball tickets for you here in just a few Coming up tomorrow, Coach Brian Nay, Central Catholic Knights, getting set for that uh, semi-state. On the road at Fort Wayne Lures, you'll hear that game here on 1017 on Friday, but we'll talk to him ahead of that matchup. That's back here tomorrow on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. All will see you back here tomorrow.